This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. I can't believe I'm saying this. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line by the one and only Jennifer Aniston. Why did Jennifer Aniston start a hair care company? Because she was tired of choosing between hair products that work and hair products that are actually good for us. But thanks to Lola V, we never have to choose again. No silicones, no sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, it's cruelty-free and vegan. The glossing detangler and perfect conditioner are my personal favorites. Not only do they repair the look of damaged hair, but they also shield it from future harm. The first step to unlocking confidence in your dating life and your daily life is feeling confident about your hair. So unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. And as listeners of Seeing Other People, you're getting an exclusive 15% off off of your entire order when you use code Seeing Other People at checkout. That's 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com with promo code Seeing Other People. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they will ask you where you heard about them. Please, please, please support Seeing Other People and let them know that I sent you. You guys are in for a treat because support for today's episode comes from the best of the best, Jenny Kane. And yes, there is a discount, so keep on listening. You know that feeling when you get a new sweater and it instantly becomes basically another layer of your skin? Like you wear it everywhere for everything all the time. Okay, well, Jenny Kane has become my literal uniform. And if you don't know Jenny Kane, I'm pretty much about to change your life because Jenny Kane's clothes did that to mine. Jenny Kane is a California brand with luxurious staples that will transform your closet. Think minimalist and effortless, but totally refined. They have the coziest cashmere sweaters and iconic accessories that will elevate your everyday basics. I don't know if I wear my cashmere fisherman hoodie or my cropped cashmere cocoon cardigan more. All I know is that I cannot live without either of them. Whether it's a cozy night in with the girls, a dinner date with Jake, or catching a flight to Florida to see my parents, these sweaters are perfect for every single occasion. And I couldn't be happier when I'm wearing them because I'm so comfy. And you guys know me. I always choose comfort over how something looks. But with Jenny Kane, I don't have to choose because I get comfort and I get style. All right. So we have the discount code coming for you. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Seeing other people listeners get 15% off their first order when you use code SOP at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com. Promo code SOP, S-O-P. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Hey guys, it's Alana and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. First of all, congratulations, you survived Thanksgiving. If you're listening to this, that means you made it through Thanksgiving, whether it was being single at Thanksgiving and having to deal with all of your relatives saying, why are you still single? Why haven't you brought someone home? Like we're getting older, we need grandkids, whatever it may be you survived. You sat, you sat at the kids table. It was great. You had a good time. You didn't have to worry about anything. Um, and if you had a Thanksgiving where you actually had to bring a new significant other to introduce to your family, or you went to their family Thanksgiving for the first time, well, congrats on surviving that. I know that can be super stressful. Um, I actually had that experience happen and it went really well. So I'm super excited. I went and met, um, Jake's extended family. We had a really good time. Um, and we also had the parents meet you guys. I talk more about that on uh, last Friday's bonus episode. So definitely go subscribe and check that out if you are not yet subscribed. And if you have not yet heard the bonus episodes, head to there. The link is in the bio or the show notes to subscribe to that. 
Anyway, today, Shooters Gotta Shoot, Molly, Erica, this episode is awesome. These girls are amazing. I met them back in 2020. I actually went to the studio with them. Oh, was it 2021? No, this is 2020. It was 2020. Um, and me and Jonah recorded with them on their show. And they are so funny. They are so great. They're absolutely killing it. Their podcast is amazing. You have to go check it out. So go pause this, go listen to Shooters Gotta Shoot, come back, listen to this episode or do it in reverse order. Listen to this episode, then go subscribe and listen to Shooters Gotta Shoot. They are so great. We are going to kind of just have a really laid back chill episode today where we are going through a ton of polls and that we've posted on the seeing other people's story and discussing the results, why we think the results are the way they are, what we would go for in these situations. And these are some of the most fun episodes. I'm super excited. We get into a ton of different topics. Get ready. It is awesome. Let's get into it. It is officially the holiday season, which is filled with so much joy and oh, so much stress because we have to show up at different events and at different people's potlucks and Friendsgivings and Thanksgivings and Christmas meals and everything else for every other holiday that we celebrate. And we have to actually bring something because, you know, we can't go empty handed. That's why I am here to tell you about the best cookie company out there, Batter That Matters. Trust me when I say if you bring their cookies to any occasion, you are going to be the MVP of the night. I'm not even kidding. Batter That Matters has the best cookies ever. All of your friends, all of your family members are going to be like, oh my God, where did you get these from? I need them now. I need more because they are incredible. These cookies are incredible. This company is incredible. They actually donate a portion of their profits to a different charity every season. And they also make your life easier by shipping nationwide for free. So everything about Better That Matters is chef's kiss. Mwah. Love it. Head to ourbattermatters.com. And obviously, because they're so amazing, they gave you guys a discount code. Use the code seeing other people at checkout, and that'll get you 10% off. I cannot wait to hear about all my little MVPs of holiday season who have brought Better That Matters into their friends' world. And we are here with Molly and Erica from Shooters Gotta Shoot. Welcome to the pod, you guys. Hell yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having us. We're excited. I'm excited. This is a long time coming. <laughs> and I feel like the three of us have come so far since when we met, like deep in the middle of COVID. Yeah. Um, you guys had me on an episode and I'm not going to lie. Like I got in a huge fight with my mom because <laughs> of it. Because Whoa, she was like, what really? do you well, because she was so mad that I like went into a studio with people that I hadn't met before. And I'm like, no, it's like, it's fine. Like, don't worry. We'll be masked. She's like, you're not like, but you're not going to be masked with the microphone. I know that. Like, I don't mm. lie to me. The microphones and had masks. <laughs> they <laughs> had did. the little mic condoms. They, <laughs> they did, but it was a whole thing. But anyways, you guys have been crushing it. Tell everyone like what you guys do, what Shooters Gotta Shoot is about, how you met, the whole backstory. Uh, I'll do it real brief up top. Yeah. What the show's about is it's kind of a, it's a dating podcast that we do the research for you. So there's a million dating books, dating resources, dating coaches, and we kind of dive through the stuff. We give you a summary and uh, we break it down and we'll try their methods and let you know how it worked for us. And usually when it doesn't work. Yeah. A lot of times <laughs> it doesn't, but you know, yeah. <laughs> we're doing the best we can. We're trying to improve our own dating lives and ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. We're not like a male bashing. We're like a, how can we be better and create more dating opportunities for ourselves? So we're all for shooting your shot, getting yourself out there. And that's where our name shooters got to shoot comes from. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing about like the everything not working thing. But within that, because I feel like I've experienced this a lot where like I would also try so much stuff and try and take like every expert's advice and every author's advice and stuff. And it's like, I feel like you kind of learn a lot about yourself through the things not working out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think too, one of the things that I've really found in doing the show is that every relationship kind of happens in a silo and you can't just read a book and be like, okay, this is going to work in every relationship that I have for, you know, the rest of my life. Like everything is going to happen independently of one another situation. And just Mm -hmm. one piece of material is not going to solve everything for you. (laughs) Yes. Without a doubt, like anything in life. Um, Okay. So today what we are going to do on this episode, everyone for tuning, who's tuning in, thank you for being here. It's going to be a really fun time. Um, We're going to go through all of the poll answers, the things that you guys are all voting on at home on your phones. Um, though as we're recording this Instagram is literally down and it's kind of the end of the world at the moment but when Instagram is not down you are all voting on the polls every day and um, if you don't follow seeing other people instagram.com slash seeing other people to vote on the upcoming polls Um, but we're going to start with some would you rathers and what we're going to do I'm going to ask Molly and Erica to guess what the results are of some of these and we're going to discuss we're going to debate we're going to have a great time so let's let's get to it All right. So the first one, would you rather after a date walk home and have a kiss goodnight or go back to their place? What do you guys think? I think it depends what you considered the date. A good date that you're like, ooh, I want to date them. I feel like people are more inclined to answer the walk home, just kiss goodnight because they're trying to be on their best behavior. Mm. But when you do have a really great date, Oh, that's you hard. Keep it going. Oh, that's you hard. Wanna, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I think there's like an answer of what you think you should do to get mm-hmm. a text or a call the next day. But then there's the like in the moment, if you're having a good time, you want to go back. Absolutely. Well, okay. Well, hold on. Do you think it actually matters? Like if the date, no. let's say the date, it doesn't matter. No. Cause actually, so well, I mean, I'm not starting a sentence off great, but uh, my ex, <laughs> we, but the last relationship I was in, it was really like my first like adult relationship. We slept together the first night. Um, and then mm-hmm. he, I obviously nailed it because he thought I was pretty great and texted me like all the time afterwards. So nailed it. Literally. Literally nailed it. <laughs> literally. Yeah. yeah. She took home the championship belt. She got the title. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, and yeah. I will say I actually just had a first date and it was a great night and we leave the bar, we shut it down. Uh, and then afterward, and as we're walking out, he's like, do you want to keep hanging out? And I was like, uh, sure. And I was like, well, I actually like don't live very far from here if you want to go back to my place and, you know, have a drink. And, but I did also like mention a couple other bars and he was like, yeah, let's go back to yours. And then we're, we're just hanging out until four in the morning. And like that's not, the best nothing happened <laughs> it, but I, he left and i was like what the fuck just happened <laughs> yeah okay that's the best but it is a mind fuck because it's like yeah. wait a second did i do something wrong or like did he really just want to hang was he trying to be respectful like what the hell yeah i have no idea I and like, i was home so i got involved and then i was like did i ruin it because <laughs> I, like, I talked like to them that? for 20 minutes <laughs> i was like did i ruin the vibe <laughs> <laughs> no because we talked for another two hours <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I think most people will say best behavior answer of walk home just to yeah. kiss. All right. Well, 84% of people did say walk home and kiss goodnight. 
which means 16% of people said go back to their place. I don't know. I think people lied there. Mm -hmm. But like you said, people will answer the best behavior, what they think they're supposed to do. Um, But those are really good points. Okay. Would you rather know that someone you were dating unfollowed you or not know that they muted you? Oh, I want to know. I want to know that they unfollowed me. I mean, here's the thing. You always can tell when they muted you because suddenly they don't watch your stuff anymore. Yeah. So it's like both ways I feel like you know. So I'm going to go with the I know. And I like I like black and white. I don't like gray yeah. areas. So I would rather be like, we're done. We don't follow each other anymore. So I would want to know the unfollow. That's what I would say. Yeah. And also like the muted thing is also a bit of a mind fuck because they can still like search you and, and watch. So it's like if they're sporadically watching, mm-hmm. that's really irritating because it's like, what ship are you on dude so right right yeah. are you in or are you out yeah right i you i also i just got to get my teeth kicked in with those things of like <laughs> all right we're done hard on follow see you later yeah uh, honestly block me i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie one of my exes blocked me i'm still blocked literally everywhere like i think linkedin too whatever (laughs) but it was it was truly the best thing in the world because Mm -hmm. i i couldn't be tempted for the life of me i could not well you know i had other accounts i could be tempted (laughs) but it was like a lot more work that i eventually got over very quickly but Mm -hmm. i'm like okay it was literally four years ago like you can unblock me now buddy but (laughs) whatever (laughs) over it um yeah, 57% of people voted that they wanted to know that they were unfollowed and 43% said not know that they were muted. So that's that. Um, okay. Would you rather bring your partner home to your family's Thanksgiving dinner or be a guest at their family's Thanksgiving dinner? Home field advantage. I I want them at my place. Uh, also, my family's pretty fun. Uh, my mom's a good cook. So I feel like Thanksgiving I'd, I'd win. Um, yeah, we pretty much just like get drunk and like play cards. So I want that. That's a great time. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think most people said their own family because everybody thinks their own family is great for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like, well, know. you know, or it's like it's the devil, people- you know, you know. I think a lot of people think their families are crazy and they're like, I don't want them to be my family until like I know I'm good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... If I, it was really a situation and I had to debate that with a partner, I partly would kind of go based on how I felt they were feeling about it. Personally, I wouldn't have high anxiety going to someone else's family. I'm like, I could hang out with parents. I could, yeah. you know, I could not say the F word for a few hours. Like, I'll be, <laughs> like I can, I can hold it in if I need to, you know? So I feel like yeah. if they were more introverted, I'd be like, let's go to your family where you're more comfortable. But yeah. I think most people voted, take them to your own house. Well, that was so thoughtful of you. Really always thinking about the other person. Um, It was actually pretty close. Uh, Fewer people, 45% said they would bring them to theirs. um, And 55% wanted to be a guest at their partner's Thanksgiving. It's two different anxieties. Yeah. It's hard to pick. Two completely different situations. Um, Okay. Would you rather be told whether or not you've already met the person you're going to end up with or just wait and see what happens? We recently talked about this, uh, a similar a version similar of angle. this. Yeah. I know what you're going to say. I would rather know if I already met them or not. Personally. Why? Because I was just, I, I'm on the team. I would always rather know. I, I would like, if the other option is just know nothing, I don't like that option <laughs> ever. <laughs> I want some type of answer. Yeah. I 
this is like very anti me of not knowing because I'm very type A. But when it comes to this, like I would much rather uh, just see what happens because I think I would be really, really bummed out to find out that like, no, you haven't met them. And like even worse of like the no, you're never going to meet them. Um, and it's just you forever. Uh, so get comfy. <laughs> so okay, well, yeah. that wasn't one of the options here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I would take it. Of like, no, you you're gonna comfy. die alone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, for me, I'm just like, then I wouldn't waste any more time using apps. Like, I would be like, I've already met this person. I will probably run into them again at some point and cross paths with them one way or another. But what if you don't find out who they are? So then you're just like going right. well, through yeah, your roster. Exactly. You wouldn't find out. Cause that's, that's my thing is like, well, what if I already met them? But then like, I haven't like someone I went to high school with or whatever. And we were supposed to rekindle on an app and be like, oh, I know you. So it's like, that's why, and, and I'm, a, I agree with you. Like, I always want to know everything. I just want to know like upfront what's going on, but I feel like that'd be so hard because it's like, well, then I'm going to go through my entire phone contacts. Like all of my Facebook friends be like, is it you? Is it you? Do I need to break them up? Like, mm-hmm. did I screw up with this one? Should I text mm-hmm. them back? Like, you know, it's so tough. See, yeah. But then like, if it, if it meant you literally met them in person already, then it's like, well, I could be on the app super efficiently. And I just say no to everyone. That's <laughs> someone I haven't that's met. That's true. Cause when you think that about, is- oh, sorry. Uh, I was just saying, like, define what it means to, like, meet someone because when you live in especially, like, a really big city, there's – how many people do you meet that you feel like you're never going to see again or, like, you barely even recognize them the next time you see them, Mm -hmm. like, in a workout class or, like, at a bar or something like that? True. That's true. Versus, like, actually being friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My vote is still the same, though. (laughs) I'd rather know I already met them. I'd I'd rather wait and see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to wait. Can we throw you a question Um, that we talked about? that's a little similar okay if you could you know that there's this like hypothetical of like if you could look there's an envelope that has like the date that you're gonna die okay there's that hypothetical of would you look in the envelope and most people say no but i posed on our podcast i was like all right say there's a date in an envelope of either when you're gonna get married like the actual date and year when you get married or you could say if you don't want to get married the date that you're just gonna meet your person would you look in the envelope I feel like if I looked, I would screw it up. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think that was an option. (laughs) I didn't think you were going to say that. Like, how about that? But how would you not? Like, if I looked and it told me this is when you're going to meet your person, then I'm like, okay, well, like, I can either, like, sit back and relax until then or, okay, that day is going to come. Like, I have to really prepare. And then, like, what do I actually do on that day? I'm going to be so afraid. I'm not going to know what to do. I'm going to be, like, second-guessing every plan that I'm making. I don't know. I feel like I would totally fuck it up and make it not happen. Interesting. That is an interesting point. And then just be super anxious with every person you talk to. Exactly. <laughs> Overthinking well, how hot they are. <laughs> yeah. I, but like, it's just, so, it's so hard because how do you know what's organic and like what's actually supposed to happen versus what's not? But yeah. Uh, what, what would you guys do? I, wa- I wanted to look. I didn't want to look. Yeah, of course you did. Was okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I should have guessed that. It seems like the oh higher the anxiety, the less you want to look. <laughs> yeah. What the correlation <laughs> seems to be between the two of you. Uh, no, nah, I'd want to know. Okay. Well, let me ask you a question going off of that. If, are you guys dating people right now? No. no like, no. Well, you're not. I know you just went on that date. <laughs> not like a consistent person now. Okay. So let's say you were in a relationship. Would you want to open the envelope and find out if that's the person you're going to end up with or not? Yes. Yeah, I would want to know that. A thousand percent. Yeah. 
because I don't want someone to waste my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. All right, we're and then it would feel there. less personal. It would just be like, well, according to the envelope, it's not you. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are not the husband. You know, yeah. <laughs> like Maury style. Just it's it's not me. It's just literally not you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah ball don't lie. That's, that's you know, so funny. I was watching an episode of How I Met Your Mother. I'm rewatching it right now, like as my bedtime show. Mm-hmm. And there was an episode where he was like. I, I met this girl like I really thought it was great and then like three weeks into it I'm just like she's awesome but she's just not the one mm-hmm. and they had this whole debate of like why can't you just tell someone like you're great but you're just not the one and it's like out of all the people like the billions of people in the world like it's okay to not be the one for someone mm-hmm. but like th- we cannot we we can't say that though <laughs> I think those are the hardest ones is where you're like this is great I like you as a person but like I just don't want to date you and I think those are harder as you get older too because it's like oh I would be your friend like if we were in college we would be bros but it's like as you get older there's less and less like male female friendships and then as soon as people get into relationships like they're not really friendships anymore so it's like oh this is just a good person yeah, I mean, yeah. I've had breakups that were like that. I just didn't use the word the one. The one. Or the one wasn't used on me. I feel like because that's like kind of the movie talk, the romanticized word right. when the mature conversation is just like, I don't think we're progressing farther than what this is right now. Mm-hmm. And that was my yeah. last breakup was that. And it just sucked because it was like, we are having a great time, but we both know we're not marrying each other. Mm-hmm. And there's no, yeah. there's no up from here there's no move in engagement like all those things it's like oh that's just not happening and you just feel it in your gut and -hmm. it just sucks like I was technically the one that got broken up with but during the conversation I said yeah a few weeks ago that thought popped in my mind of just you're not marrying this guy and then I was like damn it (laughs) like (laughs) like you're like god time to get back out there (laughs) you know what am I doing it's It's just a bummer it's so hard because now like we are going into dating situations being like well I'm not going to date this person if I don't see myself ending up with them but like how are you supposed to know right mm-hmm. off the bat? So it's so tough. Um, let's go on to the next one. Okay. Would you rather be friends with somebody first or meet someone and start dating them without having a prior friendship? That's tough. I would say meet without a friendship because I think it's so hard to cross the line and to know when you can cross the line. And like, it feels when you do, you're kind of like, uh, are we might throw away this friendship because if yeah. you know even if you do end up dating if whenever you break up you're not going to really be friends anymore but like if you cross a line and they're not feeling it like that also is going to ruin the friendship yeah yeah from a straight female perspective the friendship one is just highly unlikely like yeah any guy that truly is my friend they're my friend because they didn't want to date me <laughs> like they would have made a move by now like you know right. like they don't wait that long and just hang around to be your friend if the whole time they're secretly you know in love with you right yeah that's only in the movies yeah, yeah. so i'm just like the realistic answer for straight women is uh i forget whatever the other one was meet someone like fresh yeah just meet because- and start dating yeah i've i've been there too i've gotten confused or been like well we're such great friends like if we just added sex this would be the best relationship ever and that usually just messes everything up yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. or the physical compatibility is just too awkward mm. <laughs> you're like yeah. oh no <laughs> like wait i can't do like i love you as a, as a person but like i don't want to have sex with you mm-hmm. like i just can't do it yeah. yeah it's i will say i think in for a long time my answer would have been like be friends first but 
now looking back, I have history with every single one of my guy friends and it worked out with absolutely none of them. And (laughs) the person I am dating now, we were not friends first. So I'd say just meet someone and start dating. Otherwise it's, it's just, yeah, like you said, like it's so complicated. There's the whole like, well, is this going to ruin the friendship thing? There's like other people and other friendships and, and groups of people like at stake and who might have to take sides and stuff. It's just really complicated. Don't do it. Um, but 54% of people said friends first, 46% said just meet someone and date. A little split there. Interrupting this wonderful episode to tell you guys all about Mindset Wellness CBD and their health gummies. First of all, Mindset Wellness CBD's products have helped my anxiety to an extent that I can't even begin to explain. Like, It is night and day from before I started taking them. Second of all, the health gummies specifically, they have vitamin D in them, which is more important now than ever because in most of the world, it is getting dark out. It is not sunny anymore. It is cold. We are staying inside and we need that vitamin D so that we can stay healthy and not get sick and continue to go out on dates. Third of all, they really encourage a mentally and physically healthy and well-balanced lifestyle. And they make you feel better mentally and physically. And that is so important when we are going on dates and putting ourselves out there on dating apps and really just trying to put our best foot forward and be our best selves on these dates. So if I haven't convinced you, trust me, just try them and they will convince you themselves. And of course, I will get you guys a discount. Code seeing other people at checkout on mindsetwellness.com gets you 10% off and free shipping. Um, okay, super timely question since Instagram is down. Would you rather give up social media or give up dating? Does dating mean like going out with anybody at any time? Like does or does that just mean like booty calls only? <laughs> like Yeah. Or like if you're okay. already in a relationship, does that mean no more date nights? All right, you're single. Would you I'm rather single. give up social media or give up dating and sex? Oh, okay. social media. Oh, social media. Yeah. Yeah. If you, added, you edited yeah, sex. sex. Oh, yeah. well, forget that. <laughs> the process of dating, that yeah. makes it a lot tougher. Yeah. Well, okay. The numbers are, it, it's 32% of people said dating. 68% of people said social media. But it is crazy that so many people are willing to give up dating just yeah. to keep social media. I feel like if you phrase that, would you rather be single and alone the rest of your life? or use social media. No one would pick <laughs> use social media. Right. I, you're definitely correct there. <laughs> I'll, I'll try that. I'll post that one later and I'll see how it goes. Yeah. But if you can't have like the booty call, like DM slides. Uh, yeah. Like I go on stints of my life that that's all I do. And it's pretty effective. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. It's its own, it's its own beast and its own form of being. Um, all right. Would you rather wake up tomorrow and meet your soulmate or wake up tomorrow and have your dream job? Ooh. Oh, dream job. Yeah. I think this question depends on your age. I'm very tempted to say soulmate because recently I've felt very tired of trying to date, but I've never, I've never had either. Let's put it that way. See, I'm in a weird position of, I love my job. I just started, uh, working for a podcast company a couple months ago. And so like, I'm at that point where I just feel so settled in my work life, my social life, and the relationship is the thing that I feel like I don't have. Um, so if I woke up tomorrow and had a different job, I honestly think it would be really jarring. <laughs> yeah. uh, Cause I feel like I'm, I'm really in it. So I guess like soulmate, as long as the counter isn't that I wake up tomorrow and I don't have a job. <laughs> You won't lose your job if okay, you choose cool. soulmate. Cool. Then I'll go for that <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. 
you know what? You just convinced me because I was like, you know what? I could get a great job. So <laughs> I was like, yeah. it does feel harder to find a great person. So you know yeah. what? I'm a yeah. switcher. I'm soulmate All now. Right. I'm team soulmate. Team soulmate. <laughs> aligned. Yeah. Um, in good company, 62% of people said soulmate. 38% said dream job. Okay. It is a tough one though. And it, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think you made a really good point about age and what stage of your life you're in. And mm-hmm. I always go back to this, like, this quote from Sex in the City, which I don't even watch, but my mom called me one day. She was like, I was on the treadmill flipping through channels and I like heard this quote on Sex in the City. And it's like, in New York, you're always looking for like one of three things, mm-hmm. the apartment, the job and the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like, you always just fixate on the one that you don't have. And it is so true. Like she Absolutely. called me and told me that. And I like immediately hung up and called one of my friends. I was like, oh my God, how did we not think of this? <laughs> and it's like, you could have every, like you could have truly your dream job and like, an amazing apartment, whatever, but like you don't have that person or you could have the amazing person, the amazing job, but you don't have a great apartment. You live in a shoebox, and you're like, well, my life sucks because I live here. And like, mm-hmm. you're just, we so hyper fixate on the thing that we don't have. And it kind of makes us forget all the things that we do have and that we have worked for and that we have found. Right. Or it's the, it's the debate of what is true happiness. There's plenty of people that make a yeah. ton of money, have an amazing job, and they're sad that they don't have someone to share their success with. And it's like, yep. I've had, you know, gigs that I was in that position feeling like wow I have this great thing coming up and and no one to bring with me in that romantic sense right Mm -hmm. but then it's also like yeah I've I've known people to get married and they have their person but they when I talk to them they're all just like yeah I just I don't know what I'm doing with my life right and it's funny because it's like well this person gives me happiness but you still have to make yourself happy so it's like it's the combo of like having someone else contribute to your happiness and yourself contributing so it's like if you get the dream job, you don't have the other person. If you have the person, you don't have the happiness from your own self-worth usually. So yeah, it's a, that's a tricky one. It's tough. It's a really fine line to, to walk and to kind of navigate. And, and there's no like secret sauce to it. You just got to figure it out and, and keep, keep trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really not motivating there. All right. We're going to do <laughs> yeah, um, some see them versus seeing other people questions. So uh, see them is like, yes, that, Based on this situation, I would date this person, see other people. Nope, bye, dumped out. All right, first one, they insist you share your location with them. See them or see other people. What do you guys think and what do you think everyone said? I think see other people. At all times and we're dating, see other people. Yeah, and I hope that's what other people said because that's really creepy. (laughs) 81% of people voted see other people. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know. Really? I... I think if you're like in a relationship with somebody, I think it's like right off the back. If it's like that, it's the first like five dates or 10 dates. Like that's really weird and creepy. And like, you still don't really know this person and it feels invasive. But I think if you're in a relationship with someone, like, I think it's just a trust thing. Like if they, if I said no to sharing my location, I feel like they would wonder why. And it's like, I have nothing to hide, you know? Um, yeah. same thing where if, if I asked, like, I just want to make sure they're getting home at night safe. I don't, whatever the reason, like, I mean, yeah. I don't share my location with my boyfriend. Like we don't share locations, but like we have, like, I have clicked to like share my location with him for whatever. And I'll just like click to the end of the day. But I'm always like, Oh, what if I clicked indefinitely? Like, I don't really care. It makes no difference to me. I have some group, like friend group chats that are like that. Like, I feel like there's a point where that you hit that it's like your location is just shared with certain people. So I think it's a red flag if someone that you're dating has done that. And then at some point you find they turned it off. 
um, mm. out of nowhere, like I think that would spark more of a conversation of like, okay, why aren't you doing this? But the way that I hear that question initially is that like, it just feels very controlling of someone needing yeah. you to share yeah. their location. But if it's voluntary in the beginning and then weirdly gets turned off, I feel like that's a bad move. Mm-hmm. I, I looked at it yeah. more. I mean, we're all women talking about this. So it's like <laughs> the times I've shared locations with friends was for safety. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if it was like, hey, I'm going on this online date, here's my location. The same as if if I take an Uber from one place to another, I'll have both male and female friends just go share your Uber ride with me. Mm-hmm. So I'll yeah. get the notification that you got home. So I say from a safety thing, I don't think it's bad of like, if I was dating someone, say I'm at a bachelorette party, say I'm in Mexico and they just go, oh, you know, just share your location with me. God forbid something yeah. ever happened. Right. I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so that's the thing. I think as women, I went to safety. I was just like, oh, yeah, there's times I share it with a friend of mine. Yeah. If I was dating someone, there would be times I might be like, oh, here's my location as I'm mm-hmm. traveling somewhere or do mm-hmm. some- doing something. But with anything in relationships, if someone demands it from you, usually not a good sign. Nope. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, we're aligned on that one. Okay. They reschedule your first date twice. See them or see other people? I'd say still, still give them a chance. You can see them. Uh, but then I would just, like, see if the, how flighty they are after that. Like, we're all busy. Yeah, for me, it would be the cancellation. When did that come in? And was the rescheduling at the same time of the cancellation? And if so, mm-hmm. I'd say, okay, fine. If they yeah, both agreed. were like uh, within an hour before I'm supposed to meet you, I probably wouldn't go for it the third time. Oh, definitely not. No. So for me, it depends on the cancellation time. But I would say, you know what? One more time. <laughs> third <laughs> yeah. time's the job. I, I agree. And like you said, like, did they reschedule while they were canceling? Like, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty it's gotten easy to to tell if somebody's being genuine. Like we're, like you said, my, like we're all busy and like shit comes up and, and life is hard right now. And if you have a tickle in your throat, like you might cancel a date, but it's like showing that you actually genuinely like didn't want to cancel. And you're actively saying like, okay, like what about next week? When are you free? I want to take you out. I want to make this happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's totally okay if they're actually making the effort to make the date happen. Um, 21% of people said, see them. So we're in the minority here. Wow. Uh, 79% said, see other people. Wow. Yeah. Teach their yeah. own on that one. Yeah. Shit happens. <laughs> they have never voted in an election. Oh, see other people. How old are they would be my question. Um, of, someone around my voting age, age. Some, someone my age, I would say, see other people. Especially after 2020. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's yeah but I'm like I'm 30 so it's like I'll, I'll admit I didn't I didn't vote my first time I was allowed to vote I messed it up I was away at college I messed up my absentee I also ballot. messed it up so so for me to just go you didn't vote the minute you were able to absolutely not I'm like right. there might be an explanation so I was like that's hypocritical if I say uh yeah. no fucking way so <laughs> but, yeah yeah I'm like I at all- 30 figure it out <laughs> I also messed it up. It was my freshman year. I know my dad like mailed me my absentee ballot to college. I filled it out. I sealed the envelope. I mailed it. Um, Fast forward to the end of the year, I'm moving out and I find it behind my desk. I did not mail it. Well, you tried. So I tried. And the craziest part is like, I went with my friends to vote. Like I was standing in line with them and I was like, well, I already did it. La di da. (laughs) Oops. Um, Well, Actually, this was kind of shocking, but 53% of people said, see them and 47% said, see other people. Interesting. 
So I guess we're really circumstantial here, but yeah. <laughs> we'll follow up on that one. Um, they send their food back on the first date. Uh, I mean, if there's a hair in it, fine. But yeah. if they just didn't like what they ordered and sent it back and made a fuss, that's not for me. Same. I'm not, I don't know that yep. I've ever sent my food back. Me uh, either. Uh-uh. So I'd say see other people. Cause I feel like that just wouldn't be the only thing that would happen on the date. Like, I feel like that'd be like a rude situation. Feels like a white around. Lotus yeah. man, you know? Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like yes. there's a vibe when it's like, it's just something small, but you're like, Oh, this is, this is going to be a problem the rest of my life. <laughs> like, I, you get that gut feeling. <laughs> I haven't seen that show and I think I've heard about it. So I know what you're talking about now, but at first I was like, is this a term? I don't know. Oh, no, <laughs> no, just the, whatever the, yeah, yeah. Of the honeymoon. I mean, you know what? At this point it is a term at this point. It really is <laughs> like, we know what it means. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I couldn't do that. I mean, I've, I've grown up with like my mom, if something's not cooked, right. She'll send it back and I'm it's the most like mortifying thing in the world anytime I know she's gonna do it I'll get up and go to the bathroom because I'm just like I can't bear to be there Um, (laughs) but I will say if they were gonna send it back I would really pay attention to like how they treat the wait staff about it and if like how like if they're polite if they're rude if they're blaming somebody something like that could really tell you a lot about a person whether or not that's kind of like a a a green flag or a red flag in Mm -hmm. that case or if they demanded something be comped because of the mistake that's the part i really don't like especially if uh, especially on a date yeah Yeah. uh, right like you're like you're making a first impression i used to work in a steakhouse and it's like okay yeah maybe someone didn't cook your steak enough you're like this is a little too rare for me reasonable request just go hey could this just be cooked a little more Mm -hmm. that's not crazy it's not too demanding fine but then if after it's like yeah i want to talk to your manager and they're trying to get something for free i would absolutely hate that part also because i'm the type i eat anything so i'm very i've been with people where they order something like just a friend and they're like i don't really like this and i go well try mine and if they like mine i go oh let's switch like Mm -hmm. yeah and so if i offered that and they were very like no 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 this is unacceptable i'm like hell no dude like and the ones who like make it the waiter waitress's fault it's like they're not back there cooking like they just walked it out here to you Mm -mm. like (laughs) yeah i i have so much like heart for every person that like, is a server because it's so hard and people are fucking insane mm-hmm. and mean and <laughs> I can't watch it. Um, but 61% of people said see them. 39% said see other people. Interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's an well, interpreting one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how I feel about the results. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. They want to get to know you over a phone call before a first date. I see them. Yeah. I like see that. them. That's nice. That's also helped me weed out some bad online matches. <laughs> so yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the call, even FaceTime. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Yeah. And I agree. And I think interested. totally. And I think it's something that like pre COVID was so not like people would be like, that's so weird. Mm-hmm. But I think now, like after like virtual dating has become increasingly popular, I think people are more comfortable with it. But I do feel like some people would that would make them really uncomfortable. And it's something that I really wish we could normalize. Like if you're going to go meet this person and, and dedicate a night to them, like why not just have a five, 10 minute phone call, like vibe check and see. Mm -hmm. But then my question, I guess my question for you guys is if you have that phone call and you're like, eh, how do you say like, Oh, never mind, I don't want to go on the date. (laughs) Hmm. Well, that's why I think it's great is because I think it's either going to make you want to go on the date or not. So I think it would be the same as if you went on a first date with them and they followed yeah. up and just go, Hey, uh, to be honest, I wasn't feeling the romantic connection. Uh, I think we want different things, whatever reason you want to throw and you know, best of luck. 
It was nice talking mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. You're not like- the one. <laughs> 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 You're not the one. <laughs> um, matchmaker Maria, she has a lot of really good dating rules. And one of them is the 12 date rule. She says like before you sleep with someone to go on 12 dates, but she counts phone calls um, because like they really are a way that you're connecting with someone. So yeah, I think you really, like Erica said, you count it like a date. And then if you're not into it, just don't wait, continue to waste anyone's time. Cause I think that's the point of the call is just to like yeah. get moving. Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, if you're a guy and you were planning on paying for the date, it's like, I just saved you time and money. Yeah. That- 100%. Lots. That's why everyone loved virtual dating because they saved (laughs) so much money Mm -hmm. and like time and you don't have to get dressed up and go do, especially if it's a phone call, you can literally be sitting on the toilet. Like maybe don't (laughs) because you might not be in like the right mindset to like make a great first impression unless it's like your comfort zone. I don't know. Do you, but yeah, it's like you can just do it on a walk or sitting in your room, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Normalized phone calls. Um, Well, the results of that one were, 63% 63% said see them, 37% seeing other people. Nice, so okay. I, yeah, I think I'm, I'm proud of people that like the majority was down for that. It's mm-hmm. a good thing. Moving in a good direction. They have the same name as one of your parents. Ooh. I, I gotta admit, I usually don't swipe on those when they come up on apps. There's my dad's Mark. There's a lot of Marks. Um, and also like same as my brother's name. It just like kind of weirds me out. Rob also very common. Mm-hmm. Um, but like if I met someone in person and that was their name, I would probably give them a chance, but I don't like seek it out. If that makes sense. Fair. So see other people. Um, I, I tend to ignore that because first of all, I don't call my father his first name. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's true. I, I don't even call him. I call my dad Padre. That's like my nickname for him. So even for me, I think of like all the past relationships I was in to that person. I never really called them their name. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and you know, so I was just like, yeah, I could just be like, babe, like, yeah, <laughs> I see it as like, I'll give him some type of nickname. We could get through it. So I try not to make it yeah. a factor. I think my brother's name is weirder to me because I call him by his name to everyone I talk to. Mm-hmm. But when That's you say fair. dad or mom, it's like, I'm not walking around saying sunny. Like, you know? <laughs> right. So I don't know for me. I mean, my dad's name is Chuck, so <laughs> I'm not finding that many Chucks on hinge these days, but um, I feel like that, I don't know, maybe it'd be weird, but then it's like, technically his name's Charles. Like I'd go for a Charlie, but mm-hmm. it's cause we don't call my dad, Charlie, my brother's Brian and Andrew. I've definitely like gone out with Brian's and Andrew's like, more than yeah. I can count. Um, so I guess that one doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> and then one of my brothers actually did bring home a girl named Alana. So I guess we yeah. all don't care about that rule. <laughs> I was gonna say, did that feel weird for you or were you like, eh? you know, I will say it was weird in the, she was only, she only was brought home once, but <laughs> it was, it, it was weird because like my mom would be like, Alana, can you like dry this dish? And like, she would, and I knew she was talking to me, but like the other Alana would turn around, like thinking my mom was asking her to like help do the dish. Uh, that's hilarious though. I like that. But then whenever, whenever my brother would say Alana, I knew he wasn't talking to me. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of people in my family are named after people. So we're used to being like, yeah. your buddy or my buddy. <laughs> like right. yeah, your, yeah, yeah. your Marcus or my Marcus. Like it's kind of, I'm kind of used to it. Yeah. So. That's funny. Uh, 66% said, see them. 34% said, see other people. Wow, so most yeah. people are, are chilling with it. Um, they've never been in a relationship before. See them. I don't think that matters so much. See them. Agreed. I think at this point in 
the way the world is about like modern dating. There are so many different types of relationships that are not defined as relationships. So like just because someone hasn't been in a serious relationship where like somebody was their true like girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, whatever, doesn't mean they don't have dating experiences. Doesn't mean they mm -hmm. haven't like figured out who they are and, and what they want. And I think sometimes people are really hard on themselves. What they're like, oh, I'm 25, I'm 30, and I've never been in a relationship before. But like that doesn't mean you're actually behind anyone that has been in a relationship and hasn't had it work out, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I also feel like we're at the age and just with like the like dating ways that that doesn't anymore mean that like you're not sexually experienced, which I mm -hmm. think that would be a bigger red flag if, you know, I, I, I just turned 29. If someone was like, yeah, like I'm a virgin. And then that was sort of like my responsibility to deal with that emotional mm -hmm. thing for them. I think I'd be like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, I, I know plenty of people that have been serial monogamous and have cheated in every relationship. So yeah. being in a relationship doesn't really mean you are either good at commitment or whatever type of commitment you want. Like, I don't think it correlates. I don't think there's any hard correlation. Like, cause I, yeah, yeah I haven't been in a quote long-term serious. Like I've never dated someone a year uh, in my adult years. So it's like, yeah, but I don't, I'm not a commitment phobe. Like, I think I'm a great partner. Like, I don't think I should be knocked for like, oh, I've only had a couple three to four month mini relationships. I'm like, mm -hmm. no, I don't, I don't think that means I'm bad at dating. Like, so. Yeah. 100%. Um, they, oh, 75% of people said see them. 25% said see other people. So mm -hmm. that's good. Happy with that. They want to share a toothbrush. See other people. Nope. See other people. Mm -mm. 85% see other people, 15% see them. Mm -mm. Yeah, I think it's weird if someone like actively wants to share a toothbrush. Like if you're dating for a while and like one of you forgot a toothbrush and like fine, like borrow my toothbrush, but like ha have your own fucking toothbrush. Ew. Yeah, I don't even think I like I think a borrow would uh, that would put me in a spin for a couple days. I I couldn't do that. Really? Yeah, no, definitely not. Like I will use my finger before I use someone else's toothbrush. Yeah, Oof. I'm same here. Even just a little mouthwash, just yeah. something to get me out the door, you know. Yeah. But also, yeah. Like, we live in New York, man. There's a Dwayne Reed everywhere. Like you can't run out. Some grab of them something, deliver. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is so true. Plenty of deliveries. I was so gonna true. say, uh, even more so, if they wouldn't let me leave one there, and it was someone I was consistently seeing, I would see that as like a cheating flag. Yep. I'd be like, hundred percent. Mm -hmm. I can't have one toothbrush in this toothbrush bowl. What's going on? <laughs> you know. Yeah. I um, did a bunch of polls on cheating recently and question boxes and asked people how they found out they were being cheated on. And someone said um, the extra toothbrush under the sink in a cup was a dead giveaway. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Check under that sink, everybody. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't look Ouch. under the sinks. I, I'm about to. <laughs> now, yeah, now everyone's going to go over to their significant other's place and check under the sink tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or I, I actually, I think I was seeing someone once and they threw out the toothbrush I left. Like it was like a, you know, cheap, easy one. But I noticed it the next right. time I was there. I was like, oh, where's my, where's that toothbrush that they gave me? And they were like, oh, oh, I don't know. Here's another one. And then they had like a pack of a bunch. And I was like, this feels, <laughs> this feels very this planny of like, oh, yeah. whatever girl comes over, I'll just give her a fresh one from my, you know, Sam's Club yeah. pack or whatever. Yikes. <laughs> Throw them out so they don't get confused or say yeah. like, oh, my toothbrush was green. Why is this blue? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. A few um, more open-ended questions before we close out. Do you believe in the one? I think there's many ones or many soulmates. 
I think there's more than one person that you could be compatible with and, and, and be happy and in love for the rest of your life. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, yeah, but I don't think it's like, obviously like everybody that you could date, like you could build like a good life with. I do think that there's very like few people who you can build a good relationship with, but I don't think there's just one. And I think it it changes at different points in your life. Mm -hmm. Very true. Yeah. I completely, completely agree with both of you and everything you guys just said. I think, I mean, we change at different parts in our Mm -hmm. life. Like I'm not the same person I was three years ago, five years ago. I'm not going to be the same person in a few years. And yeah, I think there are a lot of people who you could make it work with, but it's, it's about who can you make it work with when, Mm -hmm. when you're trying to make it work and they're trying to make it work and you've actually met each other. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that, that, that plays a big part too, actually finding the person. Um, yeah, 59% of people said that they believe in the one and 41% do not. That's interesting. Yeah. I have to yeah. believe that there's multiple. Otherwise, it's like, God, it's going to take forever. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like damn, it's going to be a real, real big hunt. So. Well, it's also like, then you, I feel like if you do believe in the one and like you truly, like, really deeply believe in the one, that's going to kind of impact all of your decisions. Like, let's say you're considering taking a job on mm-hmm. the West Coast and it's like, okay, well, what if my, the one is he, in here in New York? Like, I can't move to California, like something like that. Like, oh, but like, well, I have to trust that that my that they're also taking a job out there. Like, I don't know. I feel like if you really stick to that, you're gonna kind of drive yourself crazy and and think of all of the scenarios and the what ifs. Yeah, or like Esther Perel, her whole theory is that you have many relationships in your life, and they might not mm-hmm. all be with the same person romantically. Yeah. And I think of like you know my grandfather uh, was with my grandmother for 55 years. She passed away, and he has a new girlfriend now. And it's like. He doesn't look at the relationship with my grandmother saying, oh, that wasn't the one then. It's like, right. no, that was one of my people and I love them and miss them dearly. But now I do love this other person too. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like almost yeah. a second chance at another love. So I think of it that way too of like, you know, you could be with people a very long time and whether it doesn't work out or you, you know, hit the point that someone passes away. It's like, it doesn't mean you can't love another person again. Yeah, I love that example. And I think that is so true. And like, yeah, there are different people who you're going to spend time with, who you're going to have really great relationships with and learn about a lot about love and about them and about yourself. And are those always meant to last forever? Probably not because actually building a life with somebody is really hard, Mm -hmm. but all of those little relationships along the way, regardless of like how, how short or long, like they, they add up and they really are meaningful if you let them be. And I think it's okay to let them be meaningful. Um, Speaking of that's kind of kind of leads into the next one. Um, have you ever met the right person, but it was the wrong time? Oh, um, I thought I did. Um, when I was in, I think I was like 23, 24. And after I went on my first date with this guy, I called my mom and I was like, I met the guy I'm going to marry. I was like, so head over heels for him. And then life just exploded um and we had this like really awful breakup and then you know we would get into these points like every like year or so or um our most recent like chunk of time that we didn't talk was like two years and we would just start talking again and kind of like fall back into old things and I was really convinced that like 
he was my person and we just met at the wrong time. Um, but then we did actually end up getting together and we we're like, Oh yeah, no, this is not- <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> uh, but I do. Th- twist. Yeah. But I'm like, if I had ended up with him, I think I would have been happy, but I would be a totally, totally different person. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know how I feel about it because I never had somebody that's in my past that I was like, oh, this is like, I love them and I think I'm going to marry them. I've never had that feeling in the past. So for me, I guess I technically don't believe in it, but it's, I kind of feel unbiased either way. Fair. Yeah, I Molly, I have a similar situation, like past situation um, that that you had, where I really did think, like, okay, this is the person I'm gonna end up with, and mm-hmm. the timing was just terrible for a million different reasons. But I was like, okay, like I still think I'm gonna end up with them. I still want to end up with them, even after like we broke up. Like our paths will cross. Like we're gonna make it work down the line. But like in hindsight, I mean, I think there were there were a lot of other things that like it wasn't just timing and mm-hmm. now being in a different relationship that's like a hundred times better for a million different reasons I'm like well no it wasn't the right person mm-hmm. and you can so. really get yourself messed up of trying to orient your life and the decisions that you make into ways that'll make your path cross with them again and it's like if it's not supposed to don't force it because it's that's not going to make a relationship better is this like forced reason to be together yeah exactly All right. My last question for you two is what is the best piece of dating advice you've ever gotten? Oh, a lot of people like to end on this. I know it's tough. I hate when people ask me it, but it's, it's good. Uh, Do you want to go first? You go first. Okay. Uh, mine is actually from Logan Yuri, um, who actually we met her through you, I believe Alana. Um, cause she used to work at hinge and her book, um, how to not die alone. How to not die alone is absolutely amazing. And her tip in there is to date with intention. And that was something that I had never really thought of. It seems so simple. Like once you say that, but I had never put much thought into it. It was just kind of like, okay, like may go on this date. I might talk to this guy, like, you know, swipe here, swipe there. Or e- even to get on the apps when I was like really busy and like not having time to go on dates. It's like, that's a waste of everybody's time. Like if you're going to, mm-hmm date make sure that you know what you want and what you're looking for and to get out of it and it doesn't have to be necessarily to get a ring on your finger in x amount of time it can be just to have a good night with you know someone or um to just to have fun um and but it's to really really know what you want so you're not wasting your own time or someone else's yeah i love that um mine that i typically say and i think it really says episode because we debated career versus dating a few times um is I believe it's actually a Lady Gaga quote of uh, a lot of women will face a chance in their life to pick chasing a man or chasing a career. And all I can say is that your career is never going to wake up and tell you it doesn't love you anymore. So I know it's like kind of a harsh one, but I like it. I like Ah. that it's basically like if you have a chance to go for your dreams, I think you should really go for your dreams and the right people will come into your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I mean, I like have chills hearing that. I feel like... (laughs) I feel like every year of my life, I would have kind of debated something different in response to that. But I I do think that's true. I think also chasing your career shapes who you are Mm -hmm. and you need to be passionate about something that like makes you feel alive. Otherwise, if you're, if the only thing that you're passionate about is finding somebody and then the only thing that you're passionate about in their, in your relationship, in your life is that person, that's way too much pressure. That's way too much weight to put on somebody and you need to be able to fill up your own cup. So I do think that's actually really, really true. 
But it's also really that, attractive. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> like, it is. I, no, everybody you're so likes right. someone that has something going on or something they're passionate about. So even if your dream isn't your main source of income, it's like chasing after something or improving yourself in some way, I think is, is a very high quality that I like in other people. And I would like my partner to like in me. So yeah, it's what the three of us are all doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and this is on the isn't your main source of income. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting there, Lana. We're building it. Yeah. And with that being said, everybody, please go listen to Shooters Gotta Shoot. Please go follow Shooters Gotta Shoot. Support them. Support seeing other people. Uh, give this five-star rating and review if you liked it. Seriously, go check them out, though. They're both so, so awesome and doing a, a lot of amazing stuff. You guys, where can everyone find you? Um, I am at the guaca underscore Molly on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at Sparica with two A's on all social media. And our podcast is at Shooters Gotta Shoot Pod on Instagram. Go go support us so that we can make all of this yeah. our main source of income <laughs> and not have 27 different jobs and be spread thin. No, but seriously, thank you guys so much for being here. This was awesome. And to everyone who tuned in, thank you. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you.